0: Hello Nerdball podcast fans. My guest today is a neighbor friend of mine. Uh, bought my truck, my old truck, from me uh, a few years ago. So we talked a little bit about that. The nerding out portion of this at the beginning was really good. We talked about docu- documentaries, ones we've seen, what got us into pod- listening to podcasts. Um, and, um, and possibly creating a new <laughs> a new podcast, which is funny because it's not like I'm busy enough. So it's something we, we mentioned. Talked about his hometown, where he grew up how he got to college, um, uh, why he went to college, uh, and how he got his current job. So it's, it's an all-around good episode, so uh, I can't wait uh, for you guys to listen. So uh, without further ado, here's my guest. My name's Mike Jacoby, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. is the nerdball podcast with Lorenzo Melcher awesome thanks Mike uh, for coming
1: on the podcast yeah I appreciate it I know uh, it's been a minute and uh, <laughs> been a long time coming so I yeah. appreciate it and yeah uh, thanks for having me on
0: yeah uh, before we start uh, I just want to say you know this we're recording again here at the Fort Meg's CrossFit studios um, if you want to know any information about what they offer here they have tons of classes open seven days a week for any type of um whatever level skill level you're at they'll help you out and uh check out so check out Fort Megs, mike um the first thing uh i want to ask you is uh first how's my truck doing
1: <laughs> it has a dent in it uh that you've probably <laughs> noticed um so for for context i bought uh lorenzo's old chevy silverado and uh <laughs> it's funny because i remember when i i, I wanted a truck that you know was a little beat up just in case I would beat up, yeah, yeah. beat it up. And, and when I bought it from you, you know, it had a little rust mm-hmm. on it. Oh, it's, for sure. Yeah, it was 13 know, years old. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it was in great condition. And then I think it was about, I don't know, it, it was less than, now, then maybe it was almost a year when yeah. I had it. But I was uh, being stupid, backing up the truck, and uh, had my phone out, you know, what they tell you <laughs> not to do. And I hear this bump, yeah. so I hit my mailbox, of course, <laughs> and the way my you know my driveways it's it's larger, but it has kind of a you know an extension I guess to the side of yeah. it where uh, I put my trash and stuff like that so if you back and that's where I parked the truck, and if you back straight back, you're gonna hit my mailbox, so you have to kind of curve it a little bit, and that's what I did, so
0: you know i, I when I saw that i I've replaced that tail light, probably. Uh, probably three times. Uh-huh. And then I was always taking it apart because the, there was a crack in it for a while too. Yeah. So I'd always re- had to replace the bulb. Uh, so at one point I was like, these, these screws are not going to hold up in this, in this taillight well, anymore. <laughs> well, the thing that happened is what caused the dent is. So when I
1: hit the mailbox, of course, broke the mailbox and then, uh, cracked the taillight. But what caused kind of the dent on the side of it was when I was driving, cause I think I was driving to Wendy's or something and the taillight kept beating into the side oh. of it and i'm like what is going on and i i kept hearing it yeah. and i'm like all right it's right down the road i'm gonna once i get there i'm gonna pull over and by the time i got there somebody had been following me and they're like do you know what's going on here and i'm like well now i do so i mean it was it was
0: like just huge and
1: i got the tail light fixed but yeah. the debt will you know and eh, whatever yeah exactly you know, it, it is
0: it is good to see it get so much use though because i I use it all the time. We yeah. moved several places when I had it. There was always something in there. And every time I drive by, you always have something in that bed. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> my neighbors call it
1: the, the local uh, landfill, basically, in the back of that truck. And the thing is, I don't use it very often. Really, all I do is just run trash with it. I, yeah. I, but I've always, we, you know, as you become a parent and get older, you just accumulate so much crap. And mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, I would always be going with uh i have a equinox and a traverse and you know two suvs and it was just never you know i always had a truck growing up that was my first vehicle was actually a stick shift s10 and then that finally you know (laughs) took a shit yeah and but that was my car throughout going to bg and stuff like that so um i always wanted a truck again but i didn't want something new yeah um and so yeah it worked out good it worked out
0: great Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah um before we before we get into anything else, um my first question to everybody is what is what have you been nerding out about lately? something you've been really into um if it's books movies, TV show cooking, whatever some activity, something you're just really into, even if you just started two days ago or you've been doing it for years yeah, um just can't be about your job something that that I always ask this, or ask this question to hear what people do to just get away from work yeah so i'm a I'm a big documentary
1: person, so like they always say like documentaries are like the books of movies. And to be honest with you, I don't really read that often. So I'm right there. I love documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, I, anytime there's a new one, great thing about Netflix and all the streaming services, there's endless amounts of them. And, um, I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of expanding in my documentary world for a long time. I was like a lot of people's, a lot of true crime stuff. And then, I think finally Rachel, my wife, was like, "We need to stop watching this because it's like <laughs> it's just getting weird." And yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, it, 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 you know, after a while, you're like, God, I, it, this is all it is." And I so I I you know I I started watching do- a lot of documentaries like more nature and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so I feel less like a, a, a creep. But it's
0: popular, so <laughs> I just I just watched two to this this week. Um, so normally we watch me and Andrea watch TV at night, mm-hmm. um, yep. but. If we don't have anything going on, like, we have regular shows, but they're still on break from the holidays and stuff. Right. So we don't have any shows to watch. So I just put on a documentary and yep she'll be half you know in in and out depending yeah, on when she's looking yeah. at her phone but i watched the matt one. one oh yeah yeah uh, i watched that a uh, couple
1: months ago which
0: was pretty crazy it
1: was and i just remember that whole situation when it happened
0: yeah i didn't so when it happened i i just was thought was like oh right. he, he he made everything up. right right but then listening to this documentary is like oh he didn't do anything yeah he was just the only maybe the only thing he didn't do is come out and say yeah I was catfished, but who's gonna want to do that? That's no. embarrassing. Well, yeah, especially in the height
1: of where he was at, going to the national championship, yeah. and i I watched it, and um, when it came out, I thought, or when it first happened, I thought it was more like I I, I kind of laughed about it mm-hmm. because it was, you know, it was kind of funny, and then yeah. then you kind of watch, you know, watch the whole documentary. It's like kind of sad, you yeah. know, that he got duped, and um, you know, the person who did it kind of went through all these crazy lengths and yeah but that was that was one that uh we watched as well and rachel was actually interested in it so
0: yeah. <laughs> it, it was cool too because they because sometimes you get documentaries and people don't want to talk or be on which right. is understandable but yeah. they talked to everybody yes they did and yeah. it was good to like hear matt titeo like say everything too and yeah you know, hopefully he's. It sounds like he's in a good place or whatever. But that, could, I mean, that that could mess you up for years when you go through something like that. Yeah, yeah, and I know he's
1: like very spiritual and stuff, yeah. And his his family and community, so I think that helps. But yeah, that that was when I watched it. It was a little more eye opening than I thought because again, I think when it came out, it was more kind of jokey and yeah, you know, jokes on him type. Like how can he fall for it? And then it all makes sense. Yeah. So, but it was, that, I thought that was a really good
0: one. I just had a podcast. That, I mean, I always have podcast ideas. I had, I have one, um, that we can talk about a little bit. But maybe at some point, even if it starts with once a month, like, hey, let's watch a documentary and then we'll talk about it.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. I, I've I've had that too. And how long have you been doing the podcast now? So
0: uh, this 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 part of it where it's just me and someone it's been two years but overall i've been doing it for three years because i started with my friend okay it was something else yeah yeah Um, it was the same 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 name it was just something else so i've been doing it for about three years what i mean what got you into it just so it, yeah it was so it was me and him i mean i listened to podcasts the the very first one i listened to was Serial. oh yeah Um, that was my first one that got me into it
1: yeah it was funny because i was i had this conversation with my brother a couple weeks ago um when we were originally scheduled to talk and i I thought I was thinking like what got me into podcast and it was Serial. Yeah, and it's funny because I remember it specifically because even though I think it came out twenty fifteen. Correct me if I am wrong. On uh, I am not one hundred percent sure, yeah, but about there 2014, yeah. 2015. The reason I remember that is because uh, um, I I bounced around Perry'sburg before you know getting married, like living in an apartment and stuff like that, and yeah, it was funny because um. When I I like, I'm so f- far behind in like technology and stuff. Like, I would download it and then burn it onto a CD and then listen to it in my car. Like, I would drive around okay. and li- listen to it in my car. And my brother's like, it was 2015. Why weren't you listening to it on yeah, your Yeah, that phone? is weird. Yeah, and it, it, it's weird. I, if, if it weren't for, um, our good friend Tyler, I wouldn't have Instagram. He literally yeah. took it, put it on, <laughs> put it on my phone at work. Really, and yeah, because I, I just in Facebook, same thing. My brother set it up for me. I don't it's just, I, but I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram, yeah, a lot. But it's just, it's That's getting funny. me to do, you know, actually put the two seconds and to <laughs> type in my login.
0: And, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I had, I listened to Serial on yep. a um, on a iPod, um, yeah, just regular iPod. Uh, but I think. I think it was um I remember I was so excited cuz my wife or she I, yeah my wife uh gave it to me as a present yeah. I believe and uh, I was so excited so I would always like take care of it. I had this like nice little like fake leather case and yeah. then when I take it to work I'd put it in a uh sandwich bag mm-hmm. and then have my headphones going through the sandwich bag so I had nothing happened yeah. to it but that was the first one that got me into it and I just like I was like man this is this is cool you know so I listened to that uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to Bob and Tom. Oh, yeah. But Chick of McGee had yeah, a podcast yeah. that I really liked. He yeah. was one of the first ones. And then I just kept going and yeah. listening to the sports ones. And yep. uh, as much as I love sports, that's probably the least amount I-, I listen to. Same. I listen to Bill Simmons, I listen to Ryan Russell, sure. and that's yeah. about it sports wise. Yeah. Um, but then me and my friend just, we would have conversations during lunch when okay. I worked at UT. And another friend of ours who was on here, his name's Kevin, he's like, man, this is, you guys, you guys like, talk a lot this would be like good to have you guys had a podcast and i was like yeah that would be cool and and we ended up turning into a podcast and it was good for a while and then he just he couldn't do it he started getting a family he got he got a different job and it just didn't work out but um it was a cool thing and that's what really started like oh i can do this like this is this is something i i I can figure out how to edit i can run i can produce it while i'm talking to people and all that stuff you know so after a while i was like all right well i'm gonna keep doing it because it's fun and i'll just change it into something else yeah i it's funny because I
1: in having the conversation with my brother, I said, I think there's two sort of um, you know th- things that really launched podcast and I think serial being one like yeah. the, the like that was a big driver in people like figuring out what this medium is and mm-hmm. and you know getting people interested in it. I think that was like the first one. Um and then the spike in like true crime. Like yeah. Syria was kind of the the beginning and then now there I mean, you can't you can go on Spotify and there is literally thousands of true crime stuff. And then I said I told him I think the second one was um when Elon Musk, you know, smoked a joint on Rogan's <laughs> podcast and you know, it like it, it affected his market space, you know. Yeah. The, the, yeah. And I thought that was like I think those were the two like things that showed like how powerful podcasting was. And then from there, it, you know, it is what it is now. So those were, I mean, those are my thoughts on it. It could be, you know, people probably have other, I think it probably started earlier than that, but that's when I started really
0: noticing it or getting into it. I know, I know. Well, even with Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons even did, there was a few other ones that were doing it in like 2010, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, Simmons has been know- doing it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, like and who knows what's – how well, do you know what's gonna exactly? Gonna happen, you exactly, know? and that's
1: the thing. Like I think it's been going on before that, but mm-hmm. like it, I, I guess I'm – Putting it in my perspective, but that's when it like caught my attention was those two yeah. moments. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, for
0: sure, for sure. Serial. I feel yeah. like, yeah, I feel like any other podcast I would listen to, then they would mention that or yeah. like talk about it. Like, oh, have you seen this the show yep. or whatever? Yeah, you know that. So I, I mean, that definitely what did it for me. And it was so well done too. It was, so yeah, it was great. So yeah. you can, I mean, you could do something like that, yeah, and it not be well done, and then people don't like. Like the information is good, yeah. but it's just not well done. And and that's too when I figured out like, man, not only is like just talking to people and, and having good content but also having having it sound good because that's all it is yeah like you don't get I mean this one you get to look at people yeah. but you just listen to it so it yeah. has to sound good I mean there's there's some now where I I will skip an episode uh, if it's A someone I'm not interested or right. if if it's like a phone call yeah calling in which I mean that happened all the time in the radio that's yeah. how people talked And yeah. but I just I'm so like I'm such a snob about it now where I was like uh, I listened to one Ryan Masillo talk to Jeff Van Gundy, and I really liked Jeff Van Gundy. But yeah. it was on the phone. I was like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this because I, I like it. and yeah. they're gonna have good content. But if it sounds bad, I was like, ah, I can't do it. Yeah, pandemic really hurt that because then you know a lot of a lot of stuff was through
1: Zoom yep. and yep. and you know Skype and whatnot. And um, yeah, the content. I mean, you know, you're still getting that same person, but it's just yeah, it's. It's challenging to listen to somebody on a phone or mm-hmm. you know through Zoom, and then they have to you know
0: project it onto their speakers and whatnot. So, well, that, that's why when we did the three different Dads with yeah. Tyler and Jimmy, um, like I I have mics, so I, so I bought a mic specifically, just a USB mic, not this whole setup where I can right. just use it for Zoom. And I told. Those guys, like, you guys got to get mics. Like, yeah, it sounds so much better when you yeah. have mics. And as soon as Tyler got one, I was like, This is amazing. <laughs> Jimmy, now, now Jimmy needs to get one. I don't know if he ever will. Yeah, but he needs to get one too because his audio isn't bad, right? But now compared to me and Tyler, because we both have mics, yeah, it, it sounds worse. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it, it's you can tell when, when during the pandemic, the people who did it, yep, um, professionally yep. or the people who are on radio or the you know, all that like are on TV regularly, like, they yeah. know, like, here's the The stuff we should buy yeah absolutely um i did just last night watch another documentary called 137 shots uh yes yeah i watched that one is that the cleveland Mm -hmm. one yeah i watched
1: that one a couple months back that's one thing i like as soon as they come out i typically watch it like yeah pretty quickly so like i don't that's it's it's the blessing and the curse because i get to watch it but then it's like like they just, you know, Netflix just released a Bernie Madoff one. Mm -hmm. It was four episodes. And, um, I stayed home with Mason when he was sick on Wednesday. And, you know, we sat on the couch and I got through all four episodes (laughs) in a day. And now I feel, I feel like, God, I, now I feel like I have nothing to watch, even though like there's con, you know, thousands and thousands of hours of content. But I finished that. And I even, I even told Rachel, I said, I'm not going to finish this for a few days. I'm going to, you know, I'm going <laughs> to delay it. Yeah. And I, I finished it in one
0: day. So. But it was awesome. But then that also plays the fact that it was really good. It was, it right. was great. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it, I mean, if it's, I can tell within the first typically three minutes if I'm going to like a documentary or yeah. not. Um, and I knew, I mean, being in like the business I'm in, I knew I was going to be interested in then, you know, it, it was just really well done. So, but yeah, the 137 Shots one, I had watched that a couple months ago based off a of recommendation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um yeah, that was you know, tough watch. I remember that too because I think that was in 2012. 2012, yeah. yeah. I don't remember it happening.
0: Yeah, I, remember, I remember it that.
1: being the you know, on the news mm-hmm. and um again, you know, those are those are the di- type of documentaries that again are if they're well done, um they can hopefully make some sort of change, but yeah. But yeah, that was that was a good one, and and that it was just you know well done, and and I think again hopefully brought some attention because that was a I remember when that happened, and I knew it was in Cleveland. Yeah. So, but um yeah that I would have to rewatch that one because that's another thing too I do with documentaries I like to rewatch a lot of them. Okay. Which is if they're really good because there's a couple of them I rewatched over the weekend actually, and if they're really good I'll rewatch them, which a lot of people don't like. Think with documentaries that they're rewatchable like regular dramas, but mm-hmm. I watch them like a regular, you know, fiction movie. So,
0: well, like you said, it's, it's, you don't read books and it's like, it's like a book. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. So, I mean, people reread books. Yeah. Not, and I,
1: like, I, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say don't read books. I listen to audiobooks. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 uh, I do not, yeah. Read, so, <laughs> so I, I did listen to audiobooks for a yeah. while. I still do, um, but yeah, they're like the audiobooks I listen to are. You know, they're they're not they're typically um, nonfiction, so it's like you know Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith's autobiography, or I listen to the Beastie Boys autobiography, okay. like those type of um, memoirs, things like that is is what. Well, I that's I like a to. documentary, too. exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. It,
0: it's you know, I have a taste for something, so. Yeah, yeah. I just I just bought a book yesterday because I was listening to when I listened to Jeff Van Genie, He talked about a mm-hmm. book that he was reading by Joe Madden, uh, the, the Rays manager. Okay, and uh, Tom Verducci, who's a, a sports writer. Um, but he said it was a really good book, just about coaching. Yeah. And obviously, I've been coaching football for a while. I, yeah. I'm coaching basketball this year, and I coach little kids. You know, various sports, so, and like a lot of times, those books aren't just like his. Is it, it's like. Uh, about coaching but it's also just broadly about you know being a a manager or ceo or some sort of supervisor and that's my job too yeah so i'm excited to grab hopefully it comes in before we're uh, we're going on vacation so hopefully it comes in before that so when i got downtime or just hanging out i can i can pull it out when i'm on the beach i think that was the last time
1: i actually read a book was (laughs) on my honeymoon yeah um you know I, i think it was like it was an autobiography i know that or a biography. it was steve jobs i know that oh, okay. and so um yeah that was like the last time i actually opened a book and <laughs> you know read the words instead of putting it on my headphones
0: well i i think it, because we both like documentaries so much there might be something there where we can we can get together and yeah and I figure would, something I'd, out i think i'd, that'd I'd be love cool.
1: it I'd, yeah again it's that's my uh that's my wheelhouse i've seen probably way too many but <laughs> <laughs> but i know a lot of them and i i know like like people see like Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, I know like the actual like documentary Doc- tight documentaries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I uh that I think are, you know, do good stuff. So, so. like if
0: you see a director that are oh, you're like, oh the whatever the subject is, you're like, oh this is gonna be good.
1: Yeah, like the, the Bernie Madoff one, is a guy named Joe Berlinger and he's been doing docu- a lot of HBO documentaries, okay. which are always great. Yeah. And I know his stuff from he does a lot of true crime stuff, so you know, I've followed his trajectory, I guess, from yeah. like, you know, early '90s to. I mean, I haven't been watching it then, but I know like his filmography from
0: then. So yeah, yeah. Again, nerd stuff. <laughs> it's perfect. That's yeah, exactly that's what right. it is. Uh, there was one I keep pass- passing up, and it's it looks very interesting uh, just by the title. It's just called Fungi. Yeah. Uh, but I have you. Did you I, watch it?
1: No, I've seen it, and that see that's where that's where I kind of fall off is. I don't know what it's about, so I can't. I can't necessarily judge it. But like yeah. any sort of um, kind of food stuff that I'm not. I'm you know a lot of people are into cooking and yeah. stuff like that, and I'm a terrible cook, and <laughs> I you know I never. I'm, I'm thinking this is more of a nature. based I'm thing, sure right? it is. Yeah. yeah, and even some of the nature stuff. One um, I can watch any. Yeah, nature thing, see anything. Yeah, I I can too to an extent if yeah. it, if there's if it's just showing like Yellowstone and all you know stuff like that it's like eh. but if it's uh you know Alex Honnold doing the free climbing yeah that I can watch okay, so right. again there has to be some sort of i guess subject or something going on aside of following moose yeah. around <laughs> yeah. which again people love and you yeah, know I, and I I think it's you know pleasing in a sense that you get to see nature like that but I need some sort of like subject doing something. I guess
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. No, I, no there, committing there, a crime. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, there's uh, a <laughs> plenty of that. And yeah, that and in Yellowstone, there's wolves tracking down moose. Mm-hmm. So maybe just that part. There, yeah, yeah, I guess you got to look at it differently, <laughs> right? Um, well, that's. I mean, that's the perfect. Perfect. Uh, Banter for for this podcast, like obviously, yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I like people like if they like right away, and most people do have something right away. Yeah, yeah. Um, They get puzzled by the question because nobody asks them sure. usually. Yeah. Um, but it's good to like. I think it's healthy for people to like. Yes, this is what I do away from work, or this is what I do. Yeah, at with my significant other. You yeah, know, because this is what we enjoy. You know, yeah. so that's good. Um, yeah. you talked about the, moving around Petersburg. Are you from this area? So I'm not. No. So I. Um,
1: I went to Bowling Green for, you know, for college. Um, I went there from 2008 to 2012. Um, and then that's where I met Rachel at at Bowling Green, Um, Falcon Flames and uh, (laughs) that whole thing. And, uh, I was
0: just there yesterday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, we don't get there as often as I would like. Um, just be, I, you know, I, I was there for four years. It was some of some of the greatest times yeah. of my life I there and, you know, formidable years, however you want to put it. And, um, so I, I love going down and visiting. It's just hard, you know, with Mason being three, it's hard because, you know, there's not much to do yeah. there until he starts getting like really into sports. I think, um, venture down for football games, basketball games, which is great. I mean, it's a, you got two D one schools, Toledo and, uh, BG mm-hmm. 10 minutes away from here. So it's a nice, uh, kind of, Melting pot of sports, but yeah. So to answer your question, I I uh, did not grow up in Perrysburg. I've I've been living here. I was telling Rachel this, which is crazy. So I moved to BG when I was eighteen to go to school, and then um, the you know after freshman year, I went home for the summer, and then since sophomore year of college, I have not lived at home. Where and where's home? Yeah. So I I grew up in New Bremen, Ohio, which is. So, when I tell people about New Bremen, if you don't know it right away, I have to work down. So, or, uh, you lived in Ohio all your life, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah so... Um, but,
0: but when you texted me this, yeah. I never heard of it, so... Yeah,
1: so, uh, Dean, I'm assuming you may know Wapakoneta mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. So, I start there, typically, depending on if you have lived from Ohio. If, you, if you're not from Ohio, I start with Lima. Okay. And then work down. So, Wapakoneta, do you know St. Mary's? No, I don't. Okay, so that's... So, it's about... Uh, Bremen's about 25 minutes south or, you know, southwest of Wapakoneta. So um, that's where I grew up. It's... I'm assuming it's a small... It's small a small town, area. yeah. It's probably yeah. about... Well, when I lived there, it's probably about 2,900 people. Okay. Um, I, I compare it a lot to, like, around here, Waterville, yeah, um, okay. Swanton, on um, those types of communities. So okay. very much like that. Probably a little bit smaller, but... Did you play uh, did you play sports or anything there? I did. Well <laughs> Define play. Um well, were yeah. you on teams I was involved there? in sports, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I from seventh grade to junior year I played football. Okay. Um Ju- Wait, so you you went all the way to junior year and this this last yeah, year you just so, like I'm done? Well, yeah, there's there's not really a story to it. It's just uh so I again played, involved okay. in uh, uh football from 7th 7th grade to junior year and i i always tell people that was probably my biggest I, I don't regret much stuff but that was probably my biggest regret in high school was you know not sticking it out senior yeah. year and a couple of reasons i didn't um one i wasn't any good so i was a guard again guard and uh and i was much skinnier then so uh, that was kind of the position where they're like, "All right, we're going to put you in there. You're not big enough to be a tackle. Yeah. You're not athletic enough to be anything else. So, <laughs> and you're probably quick enough to you know pull, pull around, a- pull around, and and attempt to make a block. So, mm-hmm. um, even though I think so, I, I I'll say I was a late bloomer. So I, you know, I was just the I was pretty much the punching bag in football for years, and I I you know I haven't been around high school football for a long time. So, you know, we used to do sideline tackling drills where, you know, me holding the ball on the sideline, you know, running this way and then somebody coming at oh, you full yeah. speed tackling yeah. you. And so what they would do is when it would be my turn, my my friends would kind of switch places in line, uh, and, you know, each take a turn just nailing me on the <laughs> sideline. So again, I was kind of the punching bag for it. And um but yeah I was i I played football um until my junior year, and then, to be honest with you, I was like, you know, I was more interested in what was going on after the game sure. than during the game, and so I thought to myself, well, I don't need to do the game, I could do what's going on after the game, and so that's and again, I wasn't I, I think if I would have played my senior year, I probably would have started just for the fact of being a senior. And I did like get bigger during yeah. that time. Um, but yeah, I, it was just, I wanted being immature and wanted to party. Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. like I, I don't even want to say party. It was just hang out, hang out. Right. Yeah. Right. And go to games and, you know, be immature and things like that. <laughs> so that was, it. There, there was no good reason for it. It was just, I, I, you know, I didn't feel I was any good. And, and again, something I regret, but you know, those years ago so yeah
0: well well a lot of times uh, just being a coach I talked to my old head coach and a lot of a lot of kids a lot of kids will regret not playing yeah very few I wouldn't say no kids but very few regret playing
1: yeah yeah so yeah it's I mean it's a great point and I I should have again just stuck it out for another year. And well, then, you're a kid. What do you know? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And and it's you, of, you know what you want
0: right now, and right now you wanted it. to hang out with your buddies. That
1: was it. Yeah. yeah, and and to be honest with you, I wasn't the only one who did that. There was a couple. We had a big senior class for our football team, and all the New Bremen, you know, purist will probably call me out, but we I we had like probably again I. would 20 some seniors yeah. returning and then a lot of people kind of quit that senior year and I think one of the reasons too and I'm you know not trying to you know like call anybody out but like we weren't good after uh-huh. it like our freshman year was the furth- furthest we ever went to the playoffs um and again I can't recall who we beat and who we played again the purest will come after me but <laughs> um we we beat one team and then we think we lost the second round of the playoffs maybe the third I Again, I was on the sideline freezing yeah. my ass off. So <laughs> I – I you had bigger – Yeah, th- I was like, yeah, trying to, was trying to stay warm. Yeah, yeah. That's all I was doing. And so – um, And then we, we ended up losing to the team who actually won state that year. And so we – You know, that was our first – We had went to the playoffs one other time before then. Mm-hmm. And they got beat the first round. Then I think we either beat two playoff teams or I know we won one. So yeah. regardless. And um, after that, we went – so my sophomore year we went oh and 10 um then we went two and eight yeah. and then uh uh senior year when i was off team they went two and eight as well and so again it was kind of a, a decline our coach who had been um you know coaching the team for again x amount of years it was i think almost 20 maybe a little <laughs> less than that i am trying to not get called out but uh he he had retired because his sons were both done and uh, okay. moving on, and his son uh, was a senior at that point, so he retired. And he'd been doing it for a long time anyway. And so we got a new coach, and um, you know, from there you kind of you're going to have a decline. And um, when you get a bunch of talented seniors who graduate, you know, it's bound to see again some sort of decline. Sure, and yeah. So I think that was another thing too. A lot of people started. Leaving my senior year, it wasn't just me. Um, there were others too, but again, just a decline and you know zero and ten, two and eight, and but it's hard to keep kids when it you're is. Losing. It is. It is. Yeah.
0: No. No kid wants to be on a football team knowing they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always optimism at the beginning of each season, but when you've had several seasons of yeah losing, I yeah. mean, look at Mommy e right now. Mommy's I think right. the last four years are like one and thirty nine or something. Yeah. So like it's it's tough to keep kids not only in your in your school. I know for for Mommy. E, and schools everywhere when they're public schools there's always Catholic schools around that will take your good kids, yeah you know, regardless of how good or bad you are yeah so yeah i, I can I can understand that so yeah. uh did you do anything else like any other activities or anything you did in high school that you
1: um enjoyed? no I mean, I was not in any other sports um it was funny because when you'd get your letterman jacket, you tried to fill up the back with yeah. as much stuff and I had football and weightlifting to add something to it, so it wasn't just one. I was not the only one who had that by the way. But uh yeah, I I never I mean I love basketball. I love the NBA actually. Yeah. Um and but I was never I was never any good at basketball. You know, was in track like for a little bit, but um I, you know, wasn't was fast enough to be a runner, wasn't strong enough to be a shot putter, so, um, yeah, it was, I mean, football was about it, and that was, that was because I, I, I really did enjoy doing it, yeah. it's just, you know, that was, that was kind of the only thing, and then other than
0: that, it was just goof around, pretty much. Um, when you, when you decided to go to BG, was there any other schools you were thinking about that, or you are just like, no, I, I know I want to go to BG? There was one other
1: school, uh, it was Wright State in okay. Dayton, and the only reason, my brother went there, okay. and that was kind of the only reason, um, but I, I applied there and I got accepted to BG first. It was kind of, who's going to accept me first? And um, um, I have a twin sister, so okay. she also went to BG. And uh, so that's, again, and a lot of people from my grade, um, who I graduated with went to BG as well. That's how
0: Perrysburg is yeah, yeah
1: exactly and so and from here I should I should say as well Bremen from Perrysburg is about an hour and 45 minutes away okay um, so from BG it's about an hour and a half yeah so you're far enough away from your family to where you feel like you're finally getting away from home yeah um, but you're not like super far away either to where if you want to go home for a weekend and stuff like that so that was kind of it was it was one of those um it was a good area and good school I mean I, I love BG and um that was the kind of the driving force it was, it was far enough away to where I could you know get freedom I guess and, <laughs> and uh you know that type of thing but also if I if I wanted to go home for any reason I could
0: did you know what you wanted to do when you when you were a senior or even when you started going to BG uh no, not really. Um, not at all, actually. So what, so I, I guess then like, what, what was, was the, the draw, draw to the go to tr- college? It's just cause like you, you, you're supposed to go to college.
1: Yeah, that. And, um, so, so Bremen is very much a, um, I always say it's like very, very Mayberry, like still to this day, even, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a it's a factory city so or town not even a city town community whatever and uh, so there's uh, Crown Equipment Corporation which is they make forklifts. Scoot a little closer
0: to that mic, will you? What's that? Just scoot. A little oh, closer sorry. To yeah, me. yeah, no, yeah, good.
1: yeah. Um, they make forklifts, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know it's it's a factory that most a lot of people in town not so much anymore but a lot of people in that town
0: like work at so yeah it's um those towns are always tough because yeah, they like, are my dad's town is that like that too okay where he's from in texas it's a uh meat plant yep and um and they and they know they're the only thing yeah. that so they pay them so horribly too i don't yeah. know how it is there but they don't pay them very well well but the, people need jobs yeah
1: yeah exactly and it, it's privately owned and um it does well so you know i i'm I think they and again this is go, I, I haven't lived in that town for years now so I think they paid decent I don't yeah. want to say you know great wages but decent enough to make a living for yeah, sure yeah. especially around there um, but again that could be that could change um, but yeah it was either that so a lot of people even back in 2008 when I graduated high school a lot of people would either kind of work in town so you know factory type jobs, mm-hmm. blue collar type jobs, or they would go to college and I knew I didn't want to work <laughs> in that setting. Yeah, um, Just, I mean, not, not just be, not because of like pay or anything. It was more
0: like, um, I, I want I don't want to be here. It,
1: correct. Right. <laughs> and that too. And I, I know people who've worked there a very long time, like, you know, 20 some years and they constantly bitch about it. (laughs) Like it's like, but they've been working there for so long. It's, they don't want to make a change. (laughs) And I get that, but it's also like, I don't want to, you know, be five years down the road and all I do is complain about my job all day. Yeah. yeah. So that was, and I, I did want to be in education for a little bit. Um, and BG is obviously a great education school. Yeah. So that's kind of what drew me there. Um, but I knew I wanted to go to college for,
0: all The wrong reasons, the, <laughs> so how do so right you, so you figure out like what, what ultimately did you get your degree in, and how'd you figure that out?
1: So <laughs> that's it, was it kind of? I, I kind of drifted away from education just because, like, I don't know, I never felt like I'd be a great teacher, even okay. though right now I'm like a team lead. So, in my current company, we're um work at a financial services company, same place Tyler does. Yeah. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a team lead now. So kind of a teacher, more coach, whatever you want to call it, leader. Um, but I never thought I'd be a great teacher. People tell me they think I would be, but, um, but I kind of drifted away from that. And then I, I liked history a lot. And so I, stuck with history that was going to be a like a history teacher mm-hmm. but people always said that's like the hardest one to get a job in that again this is going back 2008 so um 2008 2012 and people always said social studies was the hardest to get a job in i, think I don't probably cuz there's just so many right yeah. exactly um and then so i'm like okay so i'll stick with history but then i'm like well getting a history degree but also um, I was interested in, again, documentaries, things like that. So I got two majors history and popular culture. Yeah. And I work in financial services. (laughs) So pretty much the your typical college
0: story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy college and get a degree and then do something completely opposite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, um, but I mean, a lot of, you know, I met my wife at BG, Mm -hmm. Um, met a lot of really good friends at BG who I'm still friends with today. Um, had I had not gone there, I wouldn't be in this area. So, yeah. again, just because I didn't necessarily get the degree or whatever I wanted, I got all the experiences I wanted, plus some. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a. I mean, I I took full advantage of parties and all of that. Sure, I was, and especially with not like being away from family um, and living in a house with a bunch of dudes, and yeah, it was <laughs> it was a party city quite frequently and yeah. we we lived off church street i mean you went to BG, yeah. i believe yeah well for a
0: little bit oh for a little bit okay <laughs> well, that is, so i lived down. There. i lived down there for two years though so
1: i went to we lived on church street there's this horrible i i, I think it's green house green blue house it's mm-hmm. right behind the bars it's right by the behind the library actually oh okay yeah. yeah and it's if you look at it like from the library at the parking lot yeah um It's like leaning. (laughs) So the fact that it hasn't caved in or fallen apart or thankfully it hasn't, but because there, I mean, you can fit, I think there's four of us, five of us living in that house. So, but yeah, I mean, there's, I think we caught nine mice in the house and the people live there after. So there's a raccoon that had died in the basement
0: (laughs) and started to stink up the house. Yeah, I had I lived with uh, three other guys, mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was a lot of fun down there. Like you said, it was it was cool. It was it was my college experience, even though I didn't yeah. go to college at the mm-hmm. time. I was just working, um, but it was it was really good. And then after that, I lived with Andrea mm-hmm. uh, for a year until she finished up school. Nice. And then we moved, but it was I liked it down there. And we yeah. you know when we do go back, we always. Like just last night, I was with a buddy. He went to OU, and OU was playing BG in basketball, so we went yeah. and watched the game, and then we went and got uh, breadsticks at Campus Poly Eyes, yeah, because um, those are the best breadsticks huh. everywhere, and their yeah. ranch is so good yeah. for whatever reason, yeah. Um, also, if you're hearing banging, it's apparently clean day, yeah, uh, at clearly. the gym, so you could feel it too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, I could, I, I'm <laughs> digging the, the tunes that they're listening to. So yeah, so um, but yeah, so so you go through college, yeah. you get your degrees, um. How'd you, how'd you end up with the job you have, then? Um, I'm, I'm assuming there's, like, hey, there's entry-level positions. Yeah, somewhere, the, but we yeah.
1: so there, there's... Um, bef- after college, I was searching for pretty much anything, and uh, I wanted to stay in the area. At that point, Rachel and I, again, we met at Bowling Green. Um, we had been dating for quite a few years at that point, and then we moved in together in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I was looking for again entry level jobs, pretty much anything, and so I first went to, um, you know, and insurance, as, as Tyler and I would put it. We we're selling oh, yeah, insurance. He, I think that's why we have our life insurance. Yeah, yeah, life insurance is we bought yeah. Wow, <laughs> full circle. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, we that's what I was doing. Um, is and my father in law had worked at that. It's been a financial um, advisor for. I think like 26 years now. Okay. And so he was working at the firm, but they, my in-laws live in Pittsburgh. Um, but I started working at a firm in Toledo and that's actually where I met Tyler. And so it was, again, my father-in-law had worked there. It was kind of, it was entry level thought it's a job, whatever. Yeah. And so I did, I, I was selling insurance for about a little over a year and that's where I got to know know Tyler. And, um, he left in about the, the middle of, I don't know, like in the summer, I think at the beginning of summer, and I left that job at in like August or September. And so Tyler left, and at that point I knew, like they say, you know, by about the end of the, your first year, you know if you're going to make it or not. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to make it. I, I think I could have had I had maybe moved around a little bit. But sure. um, at that point I'm like, I'm not going to this isn't going to work. So I actually texted Tyler. It was funny because, um, I was with my sister, we were eating lunch. And I remember I told her, I said, I I think I need a new job. She's like, well, who do you know around here? I said, well, I know Tyler, I I worked with him. He's a, you know, he's a friend of mine. And she's like, why don't you just text him? See if he has a job. And sure, you know, sure enough, that's what I did. I texted him. I said, Hey, you know, I knew he had moved on to a job that I, I thought he had liked. And, big thing was it wasn't commission based. It was salary. Yeah. And that's all I cared about. And so I texted him like, Hey man, you guys hiring? And he's like, yeah, we are actually. I'm like, wow, is perfect timing. And fortunately for me, I came cheap because in my opinion, they were hiring people who were way more qualified than me. I mm-hmm. think they like had a lawyer submit his application and a couple other people with more experience, but I came cheap, so they yeah. hired me and now I've been working at the company for almost eight years. Okay, so wow. Yeah, yeah. So a long time. Um that was in twenty fourteen and still still doing it. So um and then you just I think the biggest thing is, you know, I work with a lot of people that I I'm really good friends with yeah. now, still good friends with and um
0: yeah, I mean that's that's how that's how it all kind of fell into place. Yeah. So are you I know. Um, obviously, during the pandemic, you just had to move home. Are you still working from home? I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. How, how is it? Cause so I, my, I'm. I've had jobs to where it's outside. I, I can never work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, this one now, my current position, I can work home from from home a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a supervisor. So I can, if I got to stay home because my kid's sick, I don't have to take a, yeah. a day off. I can just say, hey call or text or mm-hmm. you know email me. I'm available. Yeah. But does it is it. Um, and the reason I'm asking is because uh, my wife might have to work from home. Yeah. And so we're like creating. I was like, well, we got to create you an office. Right yeah. now she sits on, a, she should, sits on the edge yeah. of our spare bedroom bed yeah. with the ironing board as her desk. Wow. Because okay. so, yeah. it, it, it happens sometimes. Sure, Apparently, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. So now we got to create an office yeah. for it. Um, that transition, was there a point where you're like, all right, um, this is probably going to be normal and we got to put some money into me being able to work? Yeah, from home. yeah. So, uh,
1: Rachel works from home as well. So, um, and she's she's kind of like had she has flexibility in her job. She's a counselor. Um, she teaches at Palo Alto. So, she has a lot of flexibility in her job. Um, and working you know remotely and things like that. For me, um, I had we could always have we, we always could work. I wouldn't say could work from home. We there was an option there, so like, occasionally when we got a bad snowstorm and it was like a level three, our boss would say because we we can connect remotely from our laptops, and occasionally if there was a bad storm, he would come in and he would be like, "You guys can work from home." So yeah. it was like twice in like the first six years I was working at the company. So that was that was always an option. And then when the pandemic did happen. Um, our company was going through like a transition in general so like basically our company got bought out by another company yeah and so um we were going through like a transitional phase to begin with and then the pandemic happens and they were going to close our office i mean just in general so that working from home i knew was going to be something that i mean that was either (laughs) they were either going to say move here or find a new job so yeah i i was like well hopefully um, working from home is what uh, is, you know, the route they take. And it mm-hmm. was, um, but yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm good with it now um, just because it was challenging for a while because I, I was so used to going in and seeing everybody that, you know, I worked with for, for years and, you know, interacting with them day to day. And it was, it was always great because I, that was the biggest thing I, I loved about work is cause I always had a blast. I would like, you know, laugh my ass off all the time just because, you know, Tyler was my boss and then we had two other people
0: and we just, I mean, just, you know, goofed around a lot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably more than, you know, should have. But well, that's part of like, yeah. I think, I think if bosses like shut it down, yeah. well, then it, it just, that's just one less thing that mm-hmm. your workers enjoy yeah. about work or don't enjoy. You yeah. Know? Like it's, let's, there can be some fun times. There can be downtime. There can be hanging right. out, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I think the big thing was, um like
1: it was just adjusting to not being around people, which I think that was the case for a lot of people, yeah. but that was the big thing. It was just adjusting to being alone. Um, you know, not being able to walk over to somebody's office and chit chat with them for a little bit. And I still miss that. Like I, I'm still, I've been working from home now for almost three years, which is insane to think about. It'll be three years in like March, wow. <laughs> which is yeah, crazy. And, um, a lot of benefits to it. Like, what I'm wearing now is what I go down to work in. Uh, you know, don't have to worry about grooming. I never really worried about that in general. Uh, how, how Casual is, attire. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. kind of non-existent, too.
0: But I always dress like a schlub. But, yeah. How, how is it because you both work from home? How is it? Because I know sometimes people always say, like, you know, I've heard people say you know don't you don't want to work with your spouse because you're you're yeah. already live with them and you know sleep in the same bed this and that. Um, is there is there points in your day where it is like you are like at work where you don't see each other anyway or do yeah? You, are you always hundred percent.
1: Okay. So, um, we have a she has her own office space like on the second floor and then mine is in the basement. Okay, and uh, yeah, I mean literally most of the day we never see each other. Okay, like right. occasionally, um, but. Yeah, I mean, she's in Zoom meetings, I'm in meetings. Where It's funny because a lot of people think, like, when you work from home, you're going to be, like, distracted all the time, which was kind of the case for a little bit before Mason started going to daycare. Um, but, I mean if you're, if, if you work, you're, you're working. Like yeah. I, I never have the TV on. I'll occasionally have like a podcast on and I'm listening, but, but you would do that at an office anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I would have like, you know, radio on or something like that, but yeah. I mean, never have the TV on. I mean, there's some points where, you know, I still, even at, like I would in the office, I don't eat lunch. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's funny how I think people's Oh shit! I'm working from home. I can do whatever. It's like, well, if you're working, you can't do whatever. It's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're not working, then yeah, but then you got other problems. But yeah, it's it's like another job. You just don't have to
0: get dressed up or drive in a commute, basically. So yeah, yeah. I know that's a. It is different when when I'm home because because we're we're doing projects or stuff outside. There, I don't sit. Yeah. a lot of meetings. Yeah. Um there are some and I do enjoy meetings. Yeah. Um I don't know why some people think I'm crazy but I like going to meetings and talking to people. I yeah. I mean I have this podcast where I talk to people. Right. Um so I do enjoy that part of it. But if there's no meetings for the day then there's if I'm home there's yeah. you know, not a lot I can do. I mean I can do I answer phone calls and emails and I can do budget stuff or I can mm-hmm. do time card things or, you know, there's certain things. So for me, especially if my kid's sick, yeah. then it is just me sitting with them or making sure they're okay. And i like, oh, I got to take this phone call real quick and it's 30 seconds. Yeah. Or I got to answer this email real quick or whatever. So it's a lot different, but that's just the nature of our jobs, right? Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. And I think once basic gets a little older, he's three.
1: So once he's self-sufficient essentially, you yeah. know, for the, like, and you know, go walk, go around the house, and not you know do watch TV, do whatever. Um, then I think it will. I can because whenever he's sick now, I can't. I can't work and like you know, yeah, take care of him at the same time. It's just it's impossible to now. But once you know, once he gets older and and again is a little more kind of self sufficient. Then then if he is sick, I can actually. I think I can work from home and it can be manageable. But yeah, he, for a little yeah. while before he went to daycare we had him at home and it was tough that was tough working yeah. and um having him home because he was two and you know one and a half two and it was like that was challenging because that's when they really need you at that yeah. point it's like you can't really
0: work and then do that too so uh, i even when they get older my wife always saves notes because she there when when they were home from school yeah. she was the one who would stay home right Uh, With them. I would stay home every once in a while. I think I got on a certain schedule with my boss saying, Hey, I got it. My my wife's going to go crazy if she can't. Right. If she has to stay home. So we kind of worked out a schedule here where I could be home too. But uh, she would save, like when she was on a call with, with work, our kids. You know, then they're they're older. They would she would save all these poorly written notes, like yeah. you know, hey, can I have a snack with snacks spelled wrong or right. like, can Matteo Matteo won't let me watch TV? Like just right. like slid these notes across the table as she's trying to like train people or talk to nice. people. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so even when they get older, they're still yeah older oh other yeah yeah. yeah. But yeah. yes, yes, it is one of those things where if they are sick. You know, checking on them every once in a while, right? Exa- exactly. Exactly. Yeah, when there's two of them, there's always something that's oh, well, I, <laughs> that oh, I trust me, do. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I do enjoy you when you. It's obviously not now because it's winter, but I like when you guys stop by every once in a while when you're on yeah. your walks. Uh, we've given you several of our baby things, yeah. which is good for us. Yeah, you know, we're getting, at least it's the same thing with the truck. Like I know yep. someone's going to use it, and they're using it. Yeah, you know, and there they're, they're going to love it too. So um, yeah. Um, I do like that part of it. Um Yeah. And I tried to give Rachel our John Deere uh, motorized thing, but <laughs> but she was like she's like is it remote control? I was like no. He goes ah, he's not he's not ready yeah. for one of those yet. Yeah, we
1: we <laughs> got one that uh it is remote that control. That
0: is so I didn't when you guys were driving around, with yeah. that, I was like oh, he's a good driver, but then I realized like oh, they're holding yeah. something. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's great. I didn't even know those existed yeah. until my um so my nephew is uh 3 weeks older than uh, the Mason is. So um, they actually kind of, we kind of combine their birthdays together and just oh, makes cool. stuff a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially because me and Rachel are the only ones in our families who live away from our families. So, mm-hmm. you know, meaning I live an hour and a half from where I grew up and her growing up in Pittsburgh lives three and a half oh, hours. Wow. So we're the only ones out of each of our individual families who live not in like a five minute 10 minute proximity of where we, you know, our parents and where we grew up and stuff like that. So we try to make it manageable for everybody and, and try to accommodate. But, um, my sister had one of those. She bought it for, or she got it for her son. Um, the remote control ones. Yeah. I told Rachel, I said, we really need one of those because Mason loves his little trucks, but, um, he would always borrow our neighbors and, you know, Especially with the, the one road that we live off, Simmons. Simmons, yeah. That people just fly big, on that yeah, thing. Yeah. And and it's busy and um, with the, you know, country club right down the road and all, you know, and I was just, I'm like, yeah, it's hard to chase him around and he, he you know, he can't stay confined in our yard. He likes driving in our yard, but he wants to explore. So we got him <laughs> one of those and God, it's been great. It's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's wonderful because you can control it and he likes riding around in it and yeah. we get to get out and you know <laughs> feel safe so uh
0: speaking of that I, I don't know if you knew if you knew about it uh that simmons road um that o- big open field yeah they they're, they're <clears throat> supposed to build some condos and stuff there
1: yeah our neighbors um they they told us about that and rachel was actually at the uh community thing that they had for it to protested, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah like our, our neighbors are not big fans of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not big fan of it either, but that's probably just selfishly. But, I mean, I don't know. It, it just feels like then you're, I, I I guess, it's not a little community area anymore. You're just oh, yeah, you know, 100%. shoving people into these apartment complexes. And that road's already congested enough in the mornings, yeah. let alone adding however many apartment complexes that they want to put in there. It's it's just going to be a madhouse. I don't know if they're going to do it or not. I'm not, I don't know Perrysburg politics that much and try to stay out of it as much as possible. Sure. Um, especially those community pages. I'm on them, but they're hilarious to, to like,
0: people complain about yeah. certain stuff. exactly.
1: Yeah. I tried posting something to it a while back that was immature. Um, <laughs> I sent it to Tyler and he told me to post it Yeah, and they didn't, They They yeah the admin didn't let it through. It was (laughs) it was you know I that's one of the things about me is um like I have a really immature sense of humor Mm -hmm. and so when I meet new people I'm always kind of shy and reserved just because I don't know I don't know how they're gonna take my sense of humor and again it's just more just because I think it's funny and again very immature um, very high school. As Rachel puts it, it's, it's a high school <laughs> maturity. It's all, yeah. laugh at stupid stuff. And sure. so I sent it to Tyler and it was, it's, you know, it was something stupid. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you should post it on there. So I did. And they didn't allow it. So <laughs> like, well, I tried. Yeah, I did try. I, they didn't kick me off the page. So. Yeah. That's a mission accomplished, I guess. I just, (laughs) it just did get through. So, but yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not into like, if they put it, if they put that complex in, it's like, okay, whatever. I I prefer they don't, but if it goes through, then it's out of my control. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: and you also can't really tell people what to do with the property, right? Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Somebody purchased it and they're going to do what they want with it mm and, you know. I I would again prefer it to kind of stay as it is but yeah well, can't there. control it right No
0: Well Mike uh thanks for coming in today yeah. um uh, one more time before we go you know we are recording at Fort Megs CrossFit Studios if you need anything any any more information about what they do here the classes they offer uh, all different age ranges um, check out uh, fortmegscrossfit.com Mike thanks again for coming in today Yeah appreciate it
1: thanks Lorenzo
0: Thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Please rate, v- review, and subscribe. Wherever you're hearing this, on any of the podcatchers, on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kinda coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh Gmail is the podcast at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email we'll be happy to get back to you thanks to real jp multimedia cuttlefish graphics perrysburg junior high stem lab and big daddy graphics for helping out the podcast thanks for listening we'll see you next time